Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of the DFS Dreamer Podcast here on the Fantasy Impact Today Network. We are in week number 12 of the NFL. Week number 12. This year's flying by. Pierre, I called it a couple of weeks ago when I said we were at the halfway point and I was right on the money, buddy. You are, you are. It's flying quickly, uh, even with the extra game. So it's kind of sad when you get towards the end. You know, we have all this build up. Uh, for the NFL offseason, and it's only once a week, but it seems like it goes faster than obviously any other sport. You know what I was thinking of today? Whether or not people like the all the pre-events of the NFL or if they act, like the actual games better. Because I've heard of people complaining about their fantasy teams, you know, and they're they're complaining about how terrible of a season, injuries and all this stuff. <laughs> do people like prognosticating better or do they like – I guess you can like them both, but it's almost like it's a, the, the buildup is better than the actual event. I do think that people prefer like drafting, like whether it's mock drafting or like some of the best ball stuff. I think people prefer drafting, and then once you get to the season, like real life happens where – Guys get hurt, or folks you thought that were good, they they like stink, and so that kind of puts a damper on on everything that you've worked hard for the off season. So I do think there's something to that, and it, it's more drafting uh, than it is the actual season itself for some fantasy players. But that's why daily fantasy helps because it's fresh, new week, you know, new beginnings. Yeah, unless you pick bad people, then it's just done more frustration. <laughs> Hey, you are listening to the DFS Streamer Podcast. I am Wes Easley, one of your hosts at Loafing It on Twitter. And my um, a co-host here, or host, I don't know what you are, Pierre. Pierre his, his name is Peewee31 over there on Twitter, at Peewee31, of course, on Twitter. Great to have you again. And we are, the week of Thanksgiving is what we are, and we've got two slates. I guess we're doing two. Two slates. We do. And you made I I jumped off of the one slate, Pierre. I'm gonna have to look at this while I'm going. You know how I am mashing buttons. These people are behind the scenes right now. You know how I am. I talk this through. <laughs> I have to talk out loud because I am an older man now. So I'm going to NFL. I'm going to Classic, and I am going to Thursday. And I keep saying yes. I say that stuff. we do that before the show very often just to make sure I'm on the right page. <laughs> You'll start talking about games like next week, and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, that happens. I do it all over the place. I am getting so old, Pierre. I'm getting old, which means I've had a lot of Thanksgivings under my belt, which is an expanding belt at this point, especially during Thanksgiving. And this Thanksgiving Day slate here on Thursday only is what we're going to look at. Start with we got three mm-hmm. games, of course: Chicago, Detroit, Las Vegas, Dallas, and Buffalo versus New Orleans. And Josh Allen is our number one quarterback on the board. What I what I want to do is I want to ask you a couple things. Okay. Well, uh, all throughout the show. Number one, if you had any of these quarterbacks from Josh Allen all the way down, who are you going to invite to the Thanksgiving DFS dinner? Who is the guy who you want to come over to the house, who Pierre is going to want to be over there, who Pierre is going to play on Thursday night or Thursday day? Who are you wanting to invite to the DFS dinner? Like to play or to hang out with? No, not to hang out, but to play. <laughs> It's it's gonna probably be Josh Allen to play. He might be the hangout with too, or maybe not. He might get me in trouble. That might be like a, a single Pierre type of invite. But Josh Allen for sure, seventy eight hundred. Expect the bounce back. Uh, Indy kind of held him in check. Those coats were were starting to uh, to yeah. figure it out. But uh, I expect the bounce back. They'll be indoors. Uh, Saints are kind of struggling uh, since Jameis went down. Kamara's out, so uh, Josh Allen be my invitation. The Bears are figuring it out too, Pierre. Figuring out what? 
If they're going to fire the coach after Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, they figured it out. (laughs) Figured it out finally. Come on. Uh, He said that's that's not true. So now there's the anticipation on whether the doors are going to be locked come Friday for it. No, I think that that, I I don't think it's true at all. You can't tell your coach that you're going to fire him and then let him go coach again. That's that's ridiculous. I I could hear the words (laughs) being uttered that if he doesn't win, he's going to be fired. That's what I could hear. Um, So that's, but I don't, I don't think that the other one's true. All right. So Josh Allen, I I got a couple here that I would rather play than Josh Allen. Josh Allen has kind of disappointed me. He's got to get way up there. Yes, I do have a couple. I do. Okay. I do have a couple. Number one is Andy Dalton, my friend, against the li- against the Detroit Lions. I, no, I'm serious. He's, oh, he's here got, we go. He got 16 points last week. Andy Dalton yeah. plays a pretty good quarterback. I mean, he plays, plays a pretty good quarterback. I know he may not have Allen Robinson to throw to, but he's got Mooney there. 16 targets for Mooney, I believe, last week. And then mm-hmm. Godwin. He's got Godwin. Is Godwin Goodwin? Well, Goodwin. Arky's Goodwin. Yeah, he's got Goodwin there. I can't do it. I won't do it. I think I'm going to play it safe. But I was just thinking, so they're playing the Lions. You were talking about how old you are. You've suffered a lot with these Lions games on Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I sl- you've been through a lot. <laughs> You're right. As the, as the kids say, you've seen some things. I, I have. I've been abused on th- Thanksgiving a couple of different times. Uh, Barry Sanders has has a number for the Bears. If you ever watch old Barry Sanders, I was showing my daughter who Barry Sanders was because, I don't know, she she just didn't know who he was. I think it was an Oklahoma State game. It was on television or an Oklahoma game, something. something. I said, you know who Barry Sanders is? And, you know, she's, she likes football now. Yeah. She said, no, not really. I said, all right, time to go to YouTube, you know, because I, I didn't want to watch college football anyway. So I go to, over to YouTube. I show her Barry Sanders highlights. And she's like, Daddy? All the highlights are against the Bears. I said, well, there's a lot of them. Yes, that's true. <laughs> the attention to detail. That's quite the observation by your kid over there. The other one was Simeon. I know he's going. She's uh, Simeon's going against Buffalo. I, I get it. But, man, Simeon has been putting up some good DFS numbers. Only 5,600. I'm talking about saving some money. I like your pick of Josh Allen. Yeah. I think out of the top. You know, but I, I just he's disappointed me so many times whenever I put him in there. So I'm I'm ready for a different taste. Clearly, because when you said two, I didn't think there was two. And then when you said it, I'm like, well, it's going to be these two if it's anyone. And you didn't say either <laughs> of the two I thought it was going to be. So we're we're complete opposite ends for this late. Okay. Well, we may be, but I'll just remind you who won the uh, third, who got in third place last week. Uh, Again, the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know who, who won it. I don't know. Uh, oh, it was Bo. It was Bo won it. Bo, big, yes, big time. Yes. Yeah. He yeah. did. And then he the rookie. This. Yeah, the the new meat. He came in there and got second place. A little weasel. <laughs> it was tough. I mean, it was it was tough the way things broke down. And yeah, I tried to to get cute a little bit, and my guy went doing. off. Jonathan Taylor went nuts. I had McCaffrey. He was fine, but uh, my receivers they all like stunk. Like Gallup stunk. T Higgins stunk. I think who else did I have? Was it Pringle stunk? Mahomes stunk. I'm like, what in the world? What is happening? <laughs> well, I learned something. And so I know we've always talked about the, the prime time standalone games and to kind of avoid those. I think I'm going to start avoiding some of the the four o'clock America's game of the week. Uh, it just doesn't seem to ever go crazy like it's projected. So highest highest over under on the slate was what, 19 to nine. And that's mm-hmm. happened a few weeks where that, that 425 America's game of the week on like Fox, CBS, whatever it is. Always seems to underperform, and I'm nervous this week because there's a pretty popular game there again, and 
I'm not sure what I'm going to do. I guess we'll we'll figure that out once we get to that main slate. And we're talking about the DFS Dreamer podcast competition that we have each and every week. It's been filling up pretty fast, especially last week. I don't know what happened. It caught fire last week, and it filled up pretty quick. <laughs> so we're going to expand it a little bit this week to give you an opportunity to do that. And Pierre, of course, is going to put out that tweet later on in the week. So follow him over on Twitter at Peewee31, and we'll we'll join it up to the podcast uh, somehow, some way, even to the tweet that I have at Lofinit and at FI Today with a little underscore. You can find them all over there, and we'll pin it up there to one of those tweets so that you you can be a part of the Dreamer podcast, and I guess it's a reoccurring contest on my thing. I don't know if I signed up for it or if it's just always sent to me. I don't it know. is, so it's going to reoccur at, at 15 again. I can't stop that, so if we're going to try to make it bigger, I just have to create a different one and okay. try to get the link out to the different one so folks don't join the, the reoccurring 15 one. Okay, that, that sounds good. We'll, we'll give it a whirl. We're learning on the fly with you guys. And speaking about learning on the fly, uh, back to our Thanksgiving Day slate here. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, he's at 8K as far as the running backs go. So let me ask you this, Pierre. Uh, mm-hmm. If you, you know, sometimes Thanksgiving goes a little crazy. Last year, right before Thanksgiving, I'm telling you, the day before is either day before Thanksgiving or the day of Thanksgiving. It had to be the day before Thanksgiving. My oven went out. It is. Oh, it really did. It went out. The The heating element went out in the oven, and I went down and I, to the appliance store because I'm a fix-it-yourself kind of a guy. I don't mind fixing things. And I went down there, and I got a heating element, and I came home, and I replaced it. I shocked myself in the process, but that's kind of what I do. That's just how I fix things. So, if you, so <laughs> He shocked me all the time. So. Things, things can go a little haywire at Thanksgiving, and things can get burnt. If you had to order takeout... Which running back would you think is going to bring that takeout to you the most, the, the safest? Uh, David Montgomery. I'm going with your guy there. Uh, like him against the Lions defense, 30th uh, against the rush. Uh, he should get the, the bulk of the action. I actually prefer him some with Dalton. Uh, I know Fields has looked better here lately, but I just feel like he's a, a better back with Dalton uh, under center. So it'd be David Montgomery, 6K, still a really good prize. Uh, going to get the majority of the workload, so he's he's bringing me the takeout. And a lot of times, and I said this over at the Pick and Pigskin Winners podcast that I do over there on Aaron Torres Media, uh, I said that when teams have to get a win, like Coach Nagy has to get a win this week, I believe, and and the Bears are still hanging on to the playoff uh, hopes and aspirations that they started the year out with. They always return to the run. At least that's what they should do. You know, let's get the team back on schedule. Let's return to the run, just like the Minnesota Vikings have recently, uh, just like the Philadelphia Eagles have recently. So if the Bears are smart, they will return to the run. David Montgomery is set up for a prime time spot here. I love your pick there at mm-hmm. 6K. Uh, I also think that that's what Dallas is going to have to do, though, even with Ezekiel Elliott over there at 8K, uh, because they, they just don't have anybody else on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, it's it's tough. Uh, the receivers are out. I know Lamb's still up in the air. Uh, he basically has to pass the concussion protocol. It doesn't seem likely, but they haven't ruled him out yet. But um, obviously Cooper uh, with the positive COVID test. And I was kind of hoping he'd play because it was kind of a revenge game for him uh, against the Raiders. Uh, he tends to go nuts on Thanksgiving, but that won't be the case. I do agree that, that Zeke is probably going to be one that a lot of people lean on. In addition to like just the question marks at, at running back a bit, you might run out of options because Kamara did not practice uh, Monday or Tuesday. Mark Ingram did not practice Monday or Tuesday. So that's that's two uh, the main guys there with the, the Saints. No one's probably going to play anyone on Buffalo because they just don't want to run the ball. So that's mm-hmm. basically going to leave just a handful of guys that you'll even want to play at all. 
Yeah, and I think I think that goes with a Montgomery. I wouldn't mind playing Tony Pollard just because of that injury issue that Dallas has as well. Uh, mm-hmm. He's going to have to get a couple of looks out of the backfield, and Ezekiel Elliott's a little bit banged up too. Yeah, yeah, he's had a, a knee issue, but he said he's good to go. Uh, he likes to be fed. He does the whole feed me thing, and I don't think there's a better day for a feed me than Thanksgiving, so <laughs> I'll probably play him based off the narrative alone. If I play, uh, you know, multiple lineups, which I probably will put a bunch of dime lineups in there, I'm going to have to work Swift in there just in case the Bears uh, do quit on their coach. You know, just just yeah. in case, like, they leave their luggage back in Chicago a little bit. Uh, I think that it could be a, a really good shootout there with Chicago and Detroit because Detroit's defense isn't that great. And Chicago may just leave their luggage at home. That's, and I, I think Swift could have a big day. He could, he could. He, he struggled a bit earlier uh, against the Bears. I think it was week four. He didn't do much. Uh, so that's a little concerning, but he's been playing much better. And the Lions tend to always have like a really good like first quarter, first half on Thanksgiving. They, I know they don't have Stafford, but usually they come out, Marvin Jones catching touchdowns, Megatron catching touchdowns. I think even like David Blau like threw for one early <laughs> one season. So they, they'll probably start off real quick. Uh, then it'll come back to earth and you're, you'll be taking your nap waiting for that next game to start. <laughs> uh, I'll tie it in and tie it in. I get to finally say it. Troutman got me a touchdown like I've been wanting. He did. Got me a touchdown. Yeah. yeah. Then he got hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Went on the IR right afterwards. He had the points I've been barking about. Then he goes, oh. uh, it was brutal. Brutal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that makes Jawan Johnson's season is what it does. I, I think that what about who are you going to play here? Because Waller, I know he's sixty four hundred, but he mm-hmm. like has a good game, bad game, good game, bad game. Uh, it seems like a lot of points for him, and he's only gotten to that point mark like once in the last five weeks or so. Yeah, it's tough. I think that the tight end position may be what kind of makes or breaks a lot of slates because you do have some viable options. You, you mentioned Waller; uh, he's one of the ones I did get right last week. I put him in there. Uh, he got 21.6. I expect him to be involved. Uh, we saw Kelsey just have a pretty good game uh, against Dallas as well, even though they didn't score a bunch of uh, points. Schultz, you know, we saw him get involved. You know, he got eight targets uh, last week once you saw the the top guys go down with, with Cooper being out and then Lamb getting the concussion within the game. So he's going to be there and involved. Hawkinson's always dangerous. Uh, you never know what's going to happen with his targets. So he's kind of up or down. But if he gets the targets, you know, he's really solid, 5,200. Knox looked good last week uh, coming back against the, the coach there. He got 10 targets himself. Then you mentioned, you know, you know Johnson down there, really cheap, uh, 2,600. Salary saver is probably going to be the tight end one for the Saints. Uh, your guy, Komet, kind of bombed if you really do like Dalton. Uh, if you don't have Allen Robinson, Komet could be in play. So I think tight ends really where you're going to have to kind of set yourself apart uh, when it comes to the rest of your lineup. Jimmy Graham. <laughs> two words three targets the last two games that mm-hmm. he did not he did not come back this year not to catch a touchdown i'm just gonna tell you he didn't come back this year not to catch a touchdown and uh th- this may be the only opportunity he has pierre dst is looking pretty <laughs> slim as well it's just a mm-hmm. tough one to pick you know just out of all these guys you either got to pay up or you got to you got to just roll the dice yeah yeah that's always the case with when it comes to defenses though it's so so variant I got, what, 16 from the Texans against the Titans last week. They were minimum salary, so that goes to show you the variance when it comes to defenses. 
Yeah, so I, you know, good luck on the defenses. If I were looking at the bottom ones here, I, I I might take the Lions just on the long shot. I know I talked about having Dalton, but it, it may not be in my one lineup if I'm going to make multiple lineups. I once again just with that theory that the Chicago Bears may not even show up to that game, so uh, I may p- take that Detroit on that one. Yeah, I think most will have the the Lions or the Bears just to have a piece of that game. Uh, I think a sneaky one could be the Bills, depending on what happens with the Saints running backs. If they don't have Ingram, they don't have Kamara. I think they got like Tony Jones. Uh, they already don't have Michael Thomas and, and Taysom Hill, you know, questionable themselves. No Troutman now. So the, the Bills could be sneaky after getting embarrassed by the Coats. Uh, they could be a team to, to maybe pay up for if you want to go that route. But I expect a lot of folks to just go Bears or Lions. All right, let's whiz through this wide receiver one. We spent way too long. We said we're going to do this one quick, and we've spent forever on this one right now uh, <laughs> on, on the Thanksgiving Day slate. Uh, there's on the wide receivers. There's just so much red. I, I think we got to find people that are healthy. Is what we got to do. Yeah. And that, that that's a that's that definitely takes going to take a lot of skill in and of itself. I like the Bills, uh, Diggs. I like Sanders in a revenge type of scenario. He was with the Saints, you know, some last year. I think the Cowboys are probably the most popular since there's the value there with Gallup, uh, Seti Wilson, Noah Brown, especially if, you know, Cooper misses. Or not you know, Cooper, I, but Flam misses. Yeah, and I don't really like that. I, I want to pick Wilson, but, man, he just doesn't impress me out there on the field whenever I watch him. So I'm kind of like I want to stay away from him, even though he gives me a lot of value right there. I think they're just going to concentrate on the run game and Schultz. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I, I don't mind the Bears one. The Bears plays, the good ones, um, especially the good ones. I, I like that one and the Mooney one. I don't think Allen Robinson is going to show up at all. So, eh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm going to quit talking about Allen Robinson. He's disappointed everyone this year. <laughs> I, he, he gave me what I thought. All right, now we got to go here to lobby. We're going to go over to the, the main slate, 10 <laughs> games, I believe it is. So I'm going over to lobby, Pierre, another behind-the-scenes look at the DFS Streamer <laughs> podcast here on the Fantasy Impact Today Network. See, I can multitask. I did both of those. That was nice. It was nice. Yeah, need, like a, a sponsor to like, read off the, the ad while you're multitasking. This is brought to you by you know, Snacky Cakes. <laughs> this is brought to you by Snacky Cakes. That's right. Home of the big man. <laughs> the cake you love to make. <laughs> uh, quarterback. Oh, for this. Hey, I already got these things written down uh, <laughs> a little bit. It's ho- okay. It starts out at Tom Brady, 7,600 here. Uh, we got 10 games on this Sunday afternoon <laughs> slate, classic slate. Let me ask you, Pierre. Okay. What's your least favorite food? At Thanksgiving, a lot of people will talk about their favorite food or whatever. I want to know your least favorite food, like what you snub your nose up at, and you're like, "Nah, I'm a pass." Uh, probably green bean casserole. That's not a that's not a thing that uh, we we really do. <laughs> I, I I love green bean casserole. That is uh, with the thin green beans with the French style green beans. I would have thought you'd been all over that, Mister Pierre. No, I think it's like a an ethnic thing, an ethnic type of thing, because I I hadn't even heard of it. Um, until I started dating my my wife, so it's just uh, I don't get like it's like cream or something in there, and yeah, cream and mushroom. Dog. I, I'd rather just mushroom. have plain plain green beans. So yeah. green bean casserole or cranberry sauce—that's kind of pointless too to me. So those are probably my main two. I don't know that we could talk right now. That's too much. <laughs> uh, okay, um, I know what I don't like. I don't like orange things. So like, if you put a carrot down there, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fancy the carrots, and I'm not no sweet potato pie. No, what? No, 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 no. It's orange. I don't like orange. Yeah. I, the only orange I like is candy corn. That's it. Cheetos, maybe. 
Wow. Wow. Okay. I, mean, I, don't, I don't care for carrots either, but he lost me a sweet potato pie. Green bean casserole. Let me ask you, which quarterback here from Tom Brady – uh, all the way down. Let's just go. Let's just go down here to the uh, sixty-three hundred Kirk Cousins mark. Okay, uh, so that's like five or six quarterbacks. We got Hurts, Stafford, Rogers, Herbert, and Cousins. Uh, which one of these guys is going to remind you of Green Bean Casserole on Sunday? No, I'm going to say Cousins. He's probably going to come back down to earth. He's played really well. I mentioned last week. He always seems to do well against the Packers. Did it again. Uh, but 49ers, their defense is starting to kind of come on. They're they're one that kind of grinds you out as well. They like to run the ball, uh, keep you off the field. So I would I would say Cousins would be the the green bean casserole for me. Okay, <laughs> all right. I think that <laughs> it sounded funnier than I thought. <laughs> who, who do you think is going to be the, the 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 main the main course here out of these six people? It pays me, but I think it's Brady. Uh, going up to Indy, he's he's always picked apart our our cover two our cover two defense uh, throughout my entire existence. Uh, you look at you know even this what last night you know he had 307 yards, two touchdowns. Didn't really even have to play much in the fourth. I expect them to to come in. We're not going to have a showing that we had against Josh Allen. I expect this to be a closer game, and I feel like they're going to have to throw the ball and. You know, we're going to start booing and hating Brady just like he was in a Patriots jersey again. <laughs> Do you think Jalen Hurts will get to three times his value at 7,300? Yeah, I think, he, I think he can. I know he had a couple down weeks. Uh, last week they, they started getting really going on the ground, three rushing touchdowns, which is really his upside, that, that rushing touchdown expectancy. Uh, so if he's really back going, you know, the Giants aren't that great. I know they just fired Jason Garrett today, the offensive coordinator. Uh, so that might force, you know, them to maybe put up some offense to, to keep Hurts going as well. So I don't mind Hurts. It's it's hard to say no of him just because of that rushing upside that he has. Yeah, new offensive coordinator's name is Kenny Galladay. And Galladay is saying, throw me the ball. That's what he's doing. <laughs> Stafford, will he get to three times his value quickly if it gets Green Bay Packers? No. No. Aaron Rodgers? Yes. Oh, boy, he had a game last week, didn't he? How about your guy, Justin Herbert? Yeah, I think he's gonna keep keep going. He's he's got a good floor air. Okay, Joe Burrow at sixty two hundred playing against those Pittsburgh Steelers all the way down to I well I almost wanted to say the whole entire thing there. Yeah, let's, let's go, go to go. okay. Go ahead and and let's see who you want and who I want. So I'll let you pick a quarterback uh, from Joe Burrow all the way down, and then I'll pick one. Uh, I'll take Cam Newton. I'm gonna stick with with Cam. He he did me well last week. Uh, still only 5600 went about $500, but again, I mentioned the rushing upside for Hurts. He has the same. He could vulture McCaffrey some, but give me Cam Newton. All right, and I'll take my guy Mac Jones from the University of Alabama. I know he's got to get to Mac Jones. <laughs> he's got to get to 15 points, but Tennessee right now, man, they're just hurt. They're banged up. Uh, this is going against his old, uh, you know, England is going against one of their old coaches. So <laughs> I think they're going to get in the end zone two or three times, and it's not one of those things where they really rush it in the end zone. I think they got to prepare Mac Jones a little bit more for playoff football, and that means he has to live up to this uh, passing ability that he has. Yeah, I like Mac. He was he was one I was looking at as well. Uh, I like Tyrod uh, this week, 5,300, going up against the Jets who are just giving up points to everyone. Uh, you look at basically three out of his four, he's gotten that three times, the the value that he's played this season. Uh, they got a big win, you know, there uh, at Tennessee. They could keep the momentum going. Uh, he has that rushing upside again. I think you're starting to see a trend here. Uh, so give me Tyrod at 53. I, I don't know who I'm going to pick now. 
here. I I I just saw Joe Flacco is on the COVID nineteen list. He close your contact whole, with Mike. Your whole holidays ruined, isn't it? Joe Joe Flacco's unvaccinated too, and he's got to clear five days. Oh my! Who? <laughs> if, if Zach Wilson, because Mike White's out, Zach Wilson's questionable, and he probably won't. They won't want him. <laughs> they're gonna have a quarterback. Oh, Mark Sanchez come out of retirement. <laughs> That's funny. I'm sorry. That's not laughing. I'm sorry, John Priscilla. At Legend Sports 7 right now, it's just going, oh, this is great. This is just how I expect. That, that, the Jets are so terrible, terrible, terrible. That's my best. Um, that's my pretty best. bad. Yeah, that was pretty bad. All right, how about Ben Roethlisberger? I'll take Ben Roethlisberger at 5,200 going against the Cincinnati Bengals. Ben really lit it up the other night, I believe, uh, with, with all the – throwing that he did he had 23 DraftKings points the other night so it, I mean a 15 points for Ben Roethlisberger in a shootout I, I could take it yeah it could be a thing and I would probably go the opposite uh, if you expect the shootout uh, Joe Burrow uh, there at 6200 they're they're throwing the ball still I know you've seen Mixon kind of you know start to take off here these last few weeks uh, but I again I, I like Burrow he's had some decent games uh, against the Steelers they played earlier this this season, he had 18, you know, and a half, which is, you know, right around where you need him to be three times. So I would take Burrow. Uh, you want anybody else on this list? Who did you say second? Who did I say after? Who did I say first? Cam? Cam. I went Cam, and then I went Tyrod. Okay, yeah, I, I do like Jimmy Garoppolo. I I uh, I, I like him because I do think Minnesota can't score the football. Jimmy's going to have to pass the ball a lot. I know he's only in that 15 price range, but he's been able to get up to that 30, that 20-something mark a couple of different times, and they might have to keep up with uh, the Minnesota Vikings this week. And I, I just I think Jimmy G is one of those sleepers this week for me. He could be, and I, I toss out Wentz. Uh, he hasn't had to do anything these last two weeks because Jonathan Taylor's running up and down the field. That could happen again, but Tampa does have a, a pretty good run defense. They're getting Vita Veda back. I know you're going to see a green number next to, to Taylor, but I think that's a little deceiving. Uh, but now that everyone's on Taylor coming off a big 50-point thing, it could be one of those games where you, you need to swerve, and I think Wentz could be in play. I like it. And plus, that yeah, that Tampa Bay game is really going to be tough against running backs, even though Jonathan Taylor says he don't care right now. He doesn't <laughs> at all. He don't care. All right. Look over at wide receivers, Pierre. We're going to go from Cooper Cup all the way down to Godwin, okay, at 7K. <laughs> Not Goodwin, Godwin uh, down there at 7K. <laughs> Let me ask you, uh, these guys, you know, we usually play a little we or no or whatever we play, something like that. Let me <laughs> ask you if, who's going to be gravy? Which we all like gravy on Thanksgiving, right? I mean, that's, that's gravy. We My like wife gravy. doesn't like gravy. Yeah, well, you know, I see it. <laughs> uh, great. Or are these guys going to be burnt biscuits? Because you know, that's what everybody does, right? They burn the biscuits. Burn biscuits? Who yeah. burns yeah. biscuits? Yeah. You need to so, get them out of the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cooper Cup, <laughs> is he going to be great? <laughs> gravy. Is he gonna, all great. the gravy. Brown gravy, white gravy, country gravy, gravy. Okay, so he's going to hit three times as fast. You think he's going to get up to 27, 28, 29? Uh, I'm, I, it was a couple weeks ago. I said Cooper Cup no matter what, and okay. I'm sticking to it. Okay, all right. So <laughs> pass the gravy no matter what. <laughs> Devontae Adams, is he going to be gravy this week or Burt Biscuits? Uh, I'm going to say he's not going to be Burt Biscuits, but he's going to be Burt Biscuits. Okay. It's just tough. He has Ramsey. I know uh, he's, he's still Devontae. He's still the best. So he's not going to bust. Is what I was saying when I stated that, but I don't, I'm not sure he's going to get to that 24-27 uh, with Ramsey in that secondary there with the Rams. 
And that's what we try to shoot for here on the DFS Dreamer podcast. Some places will give you two, two and a half times their value. We go for three. We go for three. Why not? That's right. right? And we either get the gravy or we burn the biscuits. And <laughs> how about Jefferson going against San Francisco at 8,300? He's got to get to that 24, 25 point mark. I'm going to go burnt biscuits there as well. Coming off a really big game, he'll probably come back down to earth. I think the whole Vikings team will probably come back down to earth a bit. Does Mrs. Pierre hear you say burnt biscuits right now and turn her head a little bit and just wonder what you're I saying? I think so. She's downstairs. Uh, I don't, she's probably not. She's probably watching do, like Hallmark Christmas movies again. Uh, do, do, do it enthusiastically so she can hear you. Pound the table. Burnt biscuits! Ah! I think my daughter's the one upstairs, so she's probably going to think something's wrong with daddy and come check on me. No, she's, no, she's going to come downstairs and go, you got gravy? You, where's the gravy? <laughs> Debo Samuel, Mr. Mr. Primetime here. I'll be Debo, man, 7,900. Yeah, he's been tough, but I'm going to I'm gonna stick with, with, with Burnt here. Uh, you're seeing I get more involved. Kittle's back. So even his big games, you know, he's just not – he's not having to do a lot. Um, they're usually rushing a little bit more than receiving. Uh, he's capable. He has the upside, but I'll say burnt just for now. Keenan Allen at 7,400. Nope. Going to go burn again. I like Allen. He's getting the targets 13-11, 13-11. Uh, he's due for an 11-target game. But, again, you're looking at 21, 23. Uh, he's done that, you know, two out of the last three weeks. But before that, he hadn't done it since week one. So I'm going to say no. I picked the Chargers on the Pick and Pigskin Winter podcast, and I, uh, I I'm second guessing that now. Just thinking about the late night game that they had on Sunday, yeah. then thanks, then Thanksgiving, and then having to travel to Denver, they may run out of gas there in the second half a little bit. Jamar Chase, seventy three hundred against Pittsburgh. Uh, burnt biscuits again. I don't, I don't know. I'm not liking a lot of these high end receivers for some reason. <laughs> Mike Evans at seventy two. Yeah. That's a lot. I mean, I'm still going burnt. I mean, he he looked good. Um, he got kind of banged up there late. I don't know if it was a cramp or a calf oh. issue, but he got injured there late. So that's something to monitor as the season goes. But I'm just going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go burnt. He is always hurt. AJ Brown banged up too at 7,100. Nope. Not nope. at all. He's the burnt is a burnt. Uh, <laughs> Belichick takes away their, your, your top target. He's their top target now. And he's just going to take him away. So I don't, I don't like Brown at all. What happens if AJ Brown doesn't play? Who does who? What does who does Belichick take away on the Titans' offense? <laughs> Danny Hill. <laughs> I mean, there's nobody left. Ferkser. I mean, uh, double turn, double turn. I my guy Nick Westbrook and Keena. He's a, he's an IU guy, so I'll, I'll say him just to to get him pumped up a bit. Godwin, seven uh, K. Yeah, probably Godwin. Uh, if, if Brown's if Brown's out still, he'll he'll probably be the gravy uh, for the Tampa receivers for me. All right, now looking here uh, from Thielen all the way down to Pittman, to your guy Pittman. And mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you this question. We, we usually play uh, Would You Rather, right? We usually play okay. Would You Rather. I'm going to switch it up a little bit for Thanksgiving, and I think this, is my, this game might stick around. If I, it might be amusing to our listeners as well. We do appreciate you guys listening to this uh, uh, DFS podcast that we have on the DFS Streamer podcast on Fit Network. Uh, thank you so much for the retweets, for the subscriptions, for the likes, all those comments that you put. Just thank you for, for supporting this podcast. It means a lot to us. Pee Wee and I do this out of fun. Uh, mm-hmm. I've learned a lot, so I owe him a lot. And I really do appreciate you guys supporting this podcast. Uh, the, the, we're going to do stackums, Okay. Stack them. Okay. That's what I, which which stack would you rather play? This is uh, would mm. you rather stack edition? Would you stack rather em. play a Wentz and Pittman stack or 
a well, I was gonna say Joe Flacco and <laughs> Elijah, so that that's out the window. Right? It's, it's easy. Mark Sanchez, Braylon Edwards. That was <laughs> Who's gonna play quarterback? I think Wilson will be back. Is my guess. Um, they were close to having him play last week, but I, I don't think they wanted him in in that matchup there at home. <laughs> sadly, so I, I think he'll probably return against Houston. But I, well, I'll they, take. I'll, I was going to say, Flacco can return from the uh, COVID protocol, but he can have five days worth of negative tests or whatever, however that works out. Uh, Let's just assume that, because I think they would probably prefer playing uh, Flacco, unfortunately. (laughs) So who would you rather have? uh, It's Winston Winston and Pittman. The Texan defense has actually been pretty good the last few weeks. So I'll take Winston Pittman. Winston Pittman or Herbert and Williams? Winston Pittman. I still like that matchup. Winston Pittman or Tyrod and Cooks? I actually like Tyrod and Cooks. Um, I like Tyrod this week. Uh, again, against the Jets, they're giving up a, a bunch of points to quarterbacks and receivers. So Tyrod and Cooks would probably be where I go there. Okay. All right. And uh, good savings there. Tyrod and Cooks or Tua and Waddle? Tyrod and Cooks, still. Tyrod and Cooks or Ben and Claypool? Tyrod and Cook still. Yeah, that that, that the Claypool one and Ben, that that could be a disastrous one. Uh Tyrod and Cooks or uh Cam and DJ? Uh, give me Cam and, and DJ more here. I, I feel like that they're starting to connect a little better. He got seven targets, five for fifty and a touchdown last week. Uh I feel like it could be DJ and Cam. So give me that one. Plus Cam has a rushing upside if he if he doesn't throw it, so it helps out a little bit. Okay, Cam and DJ or uh, Jalen and Devante, Devonta. I still Cam and DJ more. Cam and DJ or Deontay and Ben. Uh, Deontay and Ben. Uh, he's he's definitely the the target monster there. Uh, you look at what, thirteen three out of the last four weeks. So mm-hmm. give me give me uh yeah give me Deontay and Ben. Trav, they have Deontay and Ben or Cousins and Thielen. Deontay and Ben. Now they've been okay. I like it. I like that. I like that game a little bit. It makes me think about my stacks that I'm trying to stack up. I, we're going to skip Antonio Brown. I don't know that he will play. I, I crazy, crazy rumors again for Antonio Brown. It takes him to bring the unvaccinated car to the to the party, doesn't it? I, <laughs> he's always a fun time. He's a good time. <laughs> yeah, I think that came out that that was was not legit. But yeah, he's he's definitely a good time and a crazy time, depending on who you ask. <laughs> So we'll go from we'll go from Antonio Brown. We'll kind of skip him all the way down to OBJ. And just give me a couple of these goodies. Uh, just give me a couple of the goodies here that you see out of this barrel. I don't know if you have goodies. I don't know if that's what you guys call them on Thanksgiving or not for goodies. But th- that's the gizzards and livers for me. You know, the, the, those little goodies. Yeah. Huh? You don't oh like it? Oh, my gosh. That's gross. I almost uh, threw up in my mouth a little bit. Oh, man, you put that in the gravy, Peter? Mm-hmm. I'm always uh, eat that. Chop- that stuff's gross. Like, I just have flashbacks. <laughs> Oh, that's gross. I know. I like it. I don't know. I'm sorry. Mm, 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 okay. Well, just give me a couple mm, of the goodies here. Now, and I, can't I mean, even good ones. Think I don't, I'm not talking now. about bad ones. I ain't talking about bad ones. I'm talking about giving some good wide receivers out of this bunch here uh, from, uh, <laughs> from Antonio Brown all the way to OBJ at 5K. I don't. I like Antonio Brown if he plays. He'd he be one of the, the goodies. Uh, not not liver and gizzards, not, not any of that, but he'd be one. Uh, I don't. I don't like the rest of these guys. Maybe really? maybe Ayuk. Uh, he he seems like he's bounced back here the last couple mm-hmm. weeks. So Brandon Ayuk would be one. But right now I really don't like. I don't like the matchup for the the Denver guys. 
T Higgins hates me. Um, yep. He's out to get me whenever I play T Higgins. You know, he, he he decides to, you know, sit out that game, you know, rest, takes a Gatorade break. So I'm not playing T. Higgins. Uh, so probably just uh, AJ, AJ, Antonio Brown, if he plays and then uh, I. It's crazy to see all the giant wide receivers right here in this range. You would think they'd be lower because of the predict uh, productivity that they've had over the last couple of weeks. And I, I, my eyes are on them just a little bit. I know they're going up against Philly. I've talked about Philly having an underrated defense this whole year, especially a pass defense. But I'm just curious, maybe not this week, but next week, because once your coach gets fired or once, you know, you get a new offense, maybe things spark up a little bit. You know, maybe it's now on you guys and not the coach. You don't have anybody to blame this and that. So I'm just curious to watch them go the rest of the way. What about the rest of this field, Pierre? Is there anybody that jumps out at you? I know I have one. I like LaVisca Chenault this week with Jamal oh, Agnew being out. Uh, yeah, and, you know, I understand he plays for, you know, the Jaguars and all, but is is going against the Atlanta Falcons, and he had – Five targets last week, eight targets the week before. He hasn't a lot of, a lot of productivity out of that. But once again, if he kind of gets that Agnew role, maybe there'll be a little bit more there. Yeah, that's that's possible. Uh, we'll see. I know he's been one that folks have been waiting to do something, and it just hasn't happened. So we'll, we'll see how that develops. Uh, I think Corey Davis could be um, in play uh, if Zach Wilson does start. They seem mm-hmm. to be the one that really connected earlier on in the year. Uh, so Zach Wilson's back, Corey Davis for, for 4,800, I feel is going to be in play. Um, I like my guy, T.Y. Hilton. Uh, he's at 4K. Um, I know he hasn't really done much, but you know who they play next week? Uh, Houston? The Houston Texans, who he torches. And he tends to get hot right before the Texans, and then the Texans is when he explodes. So I, I like T.Y. this week to, to get hot. Um, you look at like last year against Tennessee, they played week 12. Uh, he got his, his first touchdown early of the season, 18 points, and then that next week was the Texans with 28 points. So I kind of expect the same uh, this this week coming up. Really good game against the Bucks, and then next week he's going to go on the to Houston and and tear that place up. So I do like Hilton there. Um, I like Nick that- Westbrook right below him. I know I mentioned him, but if AJ Brown's out or if he's in, really doesn't matter. I feel like he's going to get taken away. So Nick Westbrook Aquina there for the Titans. I don't mind at, at 4K also. Now, and I got to remind everybody that last year, even you said that, and T.Y. had not been doing anything. And mm-hmm. you said it, and I, I laughed at it. I mean, I, it was one of those laughing <laughs> moments, you know, and you were right on the money. So I'll remind everybody that they need to slam T.Y. in there. Uh, hopefully age hasn't caught up to that, and it won't be a factor in the, all this. I just I remember you saying that. All right, anybody else? Uh, not, not necessarily. There's always guys you can take a shot on, but no one that jumps out. Uh, I guess Chester Rogers as well. Uh, also a part of that that Titans receiving core. Again, if A.J. Brown's going to be out or if he gets taken away by Belichick, they're going to have to throw the ball. So you look at, you know, like last week, Akina had a really big game. But even Rodgers was decent, four for 41. Uh, uh, he got seven points uh, there. If he gets a touchdown in that, then, you know, you're really liking him at that salary also. Well, Plus Marcus right. Johnson's on IR, so keep that in mind also. Uh, we skipped right over Jalen Waddle. I guess he was part of that stack. That we were talking about, but boy, man, he, he lit it up last <laughs> week. All right, sounds good. Let's go over to DSTs real quick. Uh, I've been on fire with my DST picks from the Saints' time all the way over to Washington football team, who didn't score a lot of points, but they did start. Yeah. They did shut down Brady, you know. And then last week, I think I said the Texans. I said the Texans against the Titans, and that was a really good play. You want another one, Pierre? Yeah, give it to me. 
Give me the Jaguars. Give me the Jaguars. Get some Matty Ice. Yeah, twenty-two hundred. I mean, we're looking, we're looking for sacks, we're looking for interceptions, and mm-hmm. that is a recipe that the Atlanta Falcons know how to cook up on Thanksgiving weekend. All right, that's yeah. that's, that's <laughs> just true. what they do. That's what and they do. So mind, I'll go ahead and say that. And don't forget the Texans. I mean, yep. go right back to them. You look two weeks in a row. I know they have a buy in between, but fifteen at Miami, sixteen yep. at Tennessee. Now you're getting the, the Jets who may not even have a quarterback. I think they could be in play. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Which which may mean they they depend on the run game, which they don't have any running backs there either. <laughs> oh, that's brutal. That's brutal. Oh boy. Oh. All right. So John Priscilla will be out there running running back for them. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. But you know, as a contrarian play, maybe the Jaguars. But once again, those Texans are red hot right now, and that may be <laughs> the the fireplace uh, the pick right there. I think so. Uh, anybody else down here at the bottom? Yeah, I mean, you can look at the Falcons opposite yes. the, the, the the Jags. So uh, Trevor Lawrence has been struggling as well. Urban Meyer, they, they're all struggling. You mentioned Acne's, you know, out now. James Robinson's still trying to recover. So the, the Falcons coming off a couple, you know, embarrassing losses. Maybe they, they pull their pants up and get their act together. So I consider them for sure at 2,500 also down here. Yeah, and I like those down there ones. I will go up a little bit, and I will talk about the Dolphins. The Dolphins okay. have played pretty good uh, defense here lately, and I was watching the Cam Newton game. Uh, it was on the TV, and my daughter was wondering why, and I had to say, I'm back, that's why. Uh, and uh, But really, I mean, it was a one-man show. It was, the, it was the CMC show, and I know DJ Moore caught a target or two, but, man, at the end of the game, it was just CMC, CMC, CMC all night long. And if you could take away that one threat, I think that really – pigeonholes them and and i i can see cam coming back down to earth maybe but it's hard to take away that guy you would think that, yep. that people would have done it by now <laughs> i agree I, I mean i know what you're saying I, I hear what you're saying but i just the dolphins might be able to get a turnover or two uh all right anybody else would you pay up for anybody this week not really um i don't really like anyone too high up i don't mind the, the 49ers at, at 3100 uh, but i just think it gets tough maybe the eagles at 32, given the the Jason Garrett change, but the Giants might even be better without Garrett now. So I think I'm just going to punt and pay down to the, the teams we talked about. I agree. Go over to tight end, Pierre, and as you get over there to tight end, uh, let me remind everybody they are listening to DFS Dreamer Podcast. We do appreciate you sharing, liking, quote tweeting, retweeting this podcast. We've almost gotten up to 100. Re- didn't didn't quite get there. We need your help. We need your help to get over to 100 retweets. I've done everything I could do. Pierre's done everything he could do. I I could I could re I'm going to have to set up burner accounts. Pierre's what I'm going to have to do. <laughs> we we appreciate you guys getting in on that DFS po- uh, podcast contest, uh, and we're going to try to do something to figure out how we can make it a little bit bigger this week. And also, make sure you follow Pierre at Peewee31. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like it. Tell your friends about this podcast. And don't forget to follow me at It over on Twitter. And you can also follow the show page. And I, I'm telling you, I retweet so much stuff from other people. I appreciate content creators out there. And they are well-deserving of those retweets and, and those likes that I give them. And you can follow that FI Today with a little underscore. All right. What's your favorite part of the turkey, Pierre? The dark meat. Dark meat, huh? I'm a dark I, meat guy. Yeah, I yep. like the the thigh, the, the the drum stick. If you gotta cook right, sometimes the drum stick can be dry. But I'm a big dark meat person. I like the skin the best. You okay. know what I mean? Like the scr- the crunchy skin. And I love that. Just get get everybody out of the kitchen for a minute. And I'm gonna have all the skin pulled <laughs> off of that turkey. I'm <laughs> eating it in a quarter. I usually steal a wing, so I do steal a wing. I know that's not the dark meat, but I steal at least one wing. 
and then I, I try to get to the, the bottom because most people cook it, you know, breast side up. I try to get mm-hmm. to the bottom to the dark meat and then it's uh it's the itis, just waiting for the itis to kick in when I start to doze off after that. So let me uh ask you this then. Who yeah, who's got is is Kittle going to be the dark meat this week? Or is he going to be the breast where it's dry and, and no flavor and you just don't like it? Is Kittle going to be able to, able to deliver three times the value? Uh, probably not, but I'm not going to say that white meat's dry and you don't like it. If that's okay. the case, then someone doesn't know how to prepare it. Uh, but uh, <laughs> no, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think Kittle will, will get there. He can, but you're looking at 18. He's only done that once, so I'm going to say no. From Kittle to Henry, do you see anybody being that favorite part of your turkey? Nope, you stopped where I was going to be. <laughs> really? That's it? Yeah. You don't like any of those guys? I, I really okay. don't. Um, it's just tough. Maybe Pitts, you know, if, if the Falcons get their act together, but I can't I can't trust Matt Ryan and the Falcons. Okay, we're going to be paying down this week on the DFS Streamer podcast. I can see that. What about uh, over on the rest of them then? We'll just go to the rest of them because there's not – once you get past the <laughs> once you get past a couple, it's kind of hard again. So who do you like out of here? Um, I'm in on Gronk. Uh, they're at 4,400. So like I said, you stopped right before, but you look at him, he ran about 59% of uh, the routes his first game back last night, uh, caught six balls for 71, uh, had eight targets. Uh, the coach really struggled against the tight ends. Again, Dawson Knox just saw 10 targets the week before. Uh, so I really like Gronk there at 4,400 is probably my main uh, tight end this week. Yeah, I don't really like any of the sleepers. All the sleepers are playing on the other slate, it feels like, <laughs> yeah. on the Thursday day. Uh, I, I just, I don't. I, if I was going to play one, I was, I'd play Hunter, I'd play Hunter Henry out of all those at 4,500 up there towards the top just because simply that's their go-to guy around the goal line is 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 what I think. So that's why I would go. And, of course, we'll have to do the obligatory Dan Arnold possibly could do it. <laughs> hey, Dan Arnold, Dan Arnold, we keep saying your name each week. You're going to have to get us points at some point. To, to be able to pay that off, and your zero kind of gives me a goose egg. Uh, feels like a little deviled egg action to me. He does it all the time. Like, folks love him. I know he has a good spark score, good athleticism, but he'll have a couple good games where everyone's like Dan Arnold, and then he just fizzles out. Uh, so I know that's part of it. That could be the case. Uh, again, he's he's kind of grading out pretty well, but it seems like him and Jared could grade out well every week, and that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Uh, I like Evan Ingram, uh, mm-hmm. 3,800, the Eagles – Continue to give up touchdowns to tight ends. Uh, your guy Troutman, that was who they were playing last week. Uh, now they get Evan Ingram, just lost Kyle Rudolph. I know he got injured uh, in the game last night as well. So you're looking at the Ingram show, uh, running the most of the routes there. He had five targets and that blowout against Tampa, but they might try to get him involved again. We don't know. I think it's Freddie Kitchens uh, that's going to be taking over for, for Jason Garrett there. Uh, who was in Cleveland and, you know, used some of the tight ends with Njoku and Hooper and Bryant and those guys there. So I do like Ingram at 38 against a really good matchup uh, against the Eagles. Okay. All right. I I like I like how you said that name. I just I just had to stay away from him. I could. Evan Ingram <laughs> always gets me. He always gets me. Hey, let's go over to running backs. And Pierre, he did it. He, he, did. he did it. He did it. JT unthroned Christian McCaffrey. For the highest <laughs> running back price total on DraftKings at 9100 JT, baby. And he did it in a week when he battled the Buffalo Bills. And he said, I don't care. He did not about anything. And, and I saw I saw when they played Derrick Henry. Henry kind of did something similar. You know, he had like three touchdowns himself. So 
I was curious about it, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to do it. I, I hate really playing coats. I know you may not be able to tell, but I don't like playing my team. It's just a superstitious type thing because if they stink and then my lineup stinks, then I'm super mad. Whereas if they they do well and I don't have them, I'm still happy because they're doing well. So that that's really tough for me. But yeah, he he was up and down the field. He was crushing from the start to finish. It was beautiful to watch, and we played at the same time. So my wife was downstairs and she wasn't really cheering. Because the, the Vikings didn't win that game where I'm upstairs, woo, screaming and going. And <laughs> it's a complete opposites for sure. But I was very happy to see that and looking forward to the hard knocks tomorrow uh, when they go into the behind the scenes of that game. Oh, and I bet you're looking forward to the big jersey underneath the Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I got a signed T.Y. Hilton jersey last year. Okay, well, I was just I may I might have a little inside information, Pierre. Might have, now you get your now your hopes are up. Now you're gonna be sniffing around that tree. It like better not be because I know what I want, and that is not it. <laughs> I, I, I have no idea. I just I, all right. So this week, uh, let's go with a little. Would you rather? We're gonna go backwards this time, all the way down to Joe Mixon, JT to Joe Mixon, because the price does matter. The price does mm-hmm. matter. Now JT has got to get up to twenty seven. 27, Pierre. That's our unrealistic expectations, maybe, against these Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> Would you rather have JT or CMC? Uh, uh, next. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd rather have JT, but I'm, I'm probably playing McCaffrey. McCaffrey or Eckler this week? 8,400 for Eckler. Uh, McCaffrey. I only play Eckler at home. Okay. All right. Eckler or Harris? Oh, I'm sorry. McCaffrey, McCaffrey. or Harris? McCaffrey still. Okay. McCaffrey or Cook? McCaffrey. McCaffrey through. Okay, McCaffrey over Mixon even. Mixon's done well this year for us. I know. He's he's killed me actually. You look at like it's what five out of the last six or four out of the last five. I've just been wrong. Yeah, I've always liked him. Like I played him like a ton, but he he's usually like you see that week two through week five, the eight, the ten, the thirteen, the ten. Mm-hmm. That was that was me playing Joe Mixon. When I stopped playing Joe Mixon, 26, 25, 28, Hulk <laughs> smash. So, so everybody wants to know. Pierre, stop playing. Everybody wants to know, are you going to play Joe Mixon this week? I'm not. So okay. get ready for the fire him up. Fire him up. All right, let's go from Uncle Lenny Fournette all the way down to, well, I I don't have anybody else written down. I ran out of time. So we're going to have to go from Fournette all the way down here. Uh, Just give me a couple of people all the way down to your Packers, because I don't know if Aaron Jones is playing or A.J. Dillon is playing. Your wife's Packers, I should say. Uh, Who do you like out of this group? Who do you like out of this group? I do like like A.J. Dillon if if Aaron Jones is out, 5,900. Saw some targets, you know, six targets, caught all six. Uh, for 44, didn't get in the end zone. That was all Devontae Adams and Scantling. Uh, so if he gets a touchdown there, he's looking more at like a 21-point game than a 15-point game. So I do like A.J. Dillon. I like the matchup right below him as well with Daryl Henderson Jr., 5,800. Really cheap for him. You look at him earlier, he got up to 7,100 there against Tennessee. He got blown out two games in a row. Uh, so you saw his price go down, but uh, I still like him as well. So that matchup in that same game is a, a pretty big one. Barkley, I think you can watch him. Uh, he, he, he was on the field. You know, obviously Tampa was a tough matchup, but he was on the field. Again, I'll mention the offensive coordinator situation should be better, uh, but I, I like Saquon Barkley. It seems like a discount, 6,300 if he's truly healthy. Uh, he could be a, in a big spot there. 
Yeah, and if Eli Mitchell comes back, I'll go ahead and take a little bit of Eli Mitchell action. He could just be able to get up in that 20-point range for you, and he's at 5,400, so I think that's easy cooking right there. If it's Jeffrey Wilson Jr., I, I'm sorry, I'm not go- I'm not going to go back to that well again. I'm just not going to go back to the well again. <laughs> I think you do. If 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 Mitchell's out, I think Wilson's a, a well to go back. He got 19, he got 19 yeah. carries. He just didn't do anything with him. <laughs> if he does yeah, something with right. him, then it's a completely different story that he's telling. You're probably right, and it is against the Vikings. I'm glad you talked a little bit of sense into me. Okay, I, I'm thankful that you talked a little bit of sense into me. Uh, down here, a little bit further down, do you see anybody else that you would like? Uh, we forgot to mention Cordero Patterson in his situation. I anticipate that Cordero will play. He's a tough guy. He almost suited up the last game. At least it appeared that way from the outside for Atlanta yeah. until the last minute. So I think he's going to play, and I, I, I don't mind playing him at all against the Jacksonville Jaguar defense. They need him, clearly, but again, yeah. it's it's just hard to trust uh, Matt Ryan in that Falcons offense. I don't mind Miles Sanders, uh, 5,100, uh, came back, saw 16 attempts, most attempts he saw all season, uh, had 94 yards, so he was just short of the 100-yard bonus. Uh, he's actually in double digits, but the fumble, you know, brought him down a couple, but uh, uh, Jordan Howard's hurt. He's out this game, so that's one less person to worry about. So it's really going to be him, you know, Boston Scott, maybe Gainwell if he's activated. But I don't mind uh, Miles Sanders there at 5,100. Uh, the Titan situation is one to monitor. I'm pr- pretty sure they cut um, Adrian Peterson earlier today. Uh, so you could see, uh, you know, Dante Foreman or uh, um, Jeremy McNichols. I probably prefer Foreman. Uh, but that's just a, a situation to monitor, not saying you want to play any. Really? Similar to the the Texans, they cut Philip Lindsay uh, today. So David Johnson, Rex Burkhead. One of those guys could be in play now, too, just because there's less competition in the backfield. That's twice, Pierre. Twice in this episode that you've kind of broke my heart a little bit there with the news about AP. I'm not a big AP fan, (laughs) but him and Joe Flacco, that means I'm getting old, Pierre, is what that means. Um, All of a sudden here. Everyone everyone in this world is getting old. Ty Johnson or Tevin Coleman this week because Michael Carter is out. Is there a preferred running back in New York? Not really. Uh, I'll say Tevin Coleman because I'm I'm an IU guy, so I'm biased there. But I don't really. I don't think I'm playing either one of them. Oh yeah. Okay. So you're gonna stay away from both of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that that will exhaust the list um, completely here for us because I'm trying to look for <laughs> other ones and there's nothing. All right. So go ahead, give me a lineup up here. Let's build one of these Thanksgiving classic lineups uh for this 10 games late though this this weekend not the thanksgiving day yeah i'm gonna start with brady uh him and gronk gonna pair them up just like old times going into indianapolis uh so give me brady gronk to to start uh you know who i'm running it back with i kind of set this up but i'm running it back with ty hilton uh there at 4k i feel like he's getting ready to to turn that corner and i want to be in front of it so give me hilton gonna punt uh, down at defense. Go ahead and give me the, the Texans. I think you can play the, the Jaguars or the Texans, but I'll take the Texans there, $100 more, uh, given their, their back-to-back weeks when it comes to the defense. Uh, leaves me 6300 Give me a running back with uh, A.J. Dillon. I think that uh, Aaron Jones is still going to miss. Uh, so give me Dillon there at 5900 Give me Give me Cooper Cup no matter what. I don't want to forget that. So I'm yeah. going to pay all the way up for, for Cooper Cup. Uh, 9600 there. Leaves me 5400 Let me see. Oh, can I get him in here? Give me, give me McCaffrey. Give me McCaffrey at 9K. That leaves me 36 Um, Go flex. Go double tight end. I can take advantage of that. 
that uh, Philadelphia defense. Give me Evan Ingram uh, to pick on that Philadelphia there for, for tight end. That leaves me 3,400 where it is super, super ugly. Um, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, let me see. Actually. So we're going to take out. Right here. So this is what we'll do. We'll, we'll, no, we'll, we'll take the Texans down to the Jaguars. Save a hundred bucks. Uh, and that gives me Chester Rogers uh, there for the Titans. Uh, I'll go ahead and plug him in there again. AJ Brown's probably gonna get taken away by Belichick. Uh, so give me Chester Rogers there to to kind of be freed up a bit. Chester Rogers has made an appearance <laughs> on the DFS Streamer podcast, and I'll point out to everybody, I was not the one who said him. Okay, just to let everybody know, I was not the one who said him at all. But I, I like that pick actually. He's he was one of the go-to guys for Tannehill a little bit earlier, so that may be somebody to look for. Yeah, I'm trying to jam in, obviously, those those big studs there with McCaffrey, with Cup. So he allows me to do that. And, again, he should be on the field, and uh, they're going to need to throw it to somebody there. Okay, well, pay attention to that Gronk news. Just in case Gronk isn't fully healthy, he should be. But just pay attention to that. And, Pierre, I like that lineup. I'm hitting the, the dime entry here. And there we go. I'm in, my friend. Thank you very much for helping me build this lineup. You're welcome. And happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Same. Happy Thanksgiving to you. My my wife passes along as well. Uh, yes. A lot to be thankful for. I hope we all kind of realize that. I know it's tough here in, in the, the world of America. You know, we're pretty blessed uh, being in the country that we're in. So you think about some of those those other countries there. We're, we're more blessed than you realize. So be blessed. Be thankful. Enjoy good food. Hopefully good football. And thank you to all you listeners as well. And we appreciate you very, very much. And we're thankful for you. We hope that you have a good Thanksgiving. And we'll talk to you next week here on the DFS Dreamer Podcast. And as always, we want to encourage you to find a way to make a positive impact in somebody's life today. 